I wanted to say, I feel like we really bashed this show. Just looking <laughs> back at our conversation, I didn't even know I had this many critiques of what's wrong with Secretary Kim. Welcome to the podcast, African Soulmates, a podcast that is dedicated to reviewing Korean dramas, otherwise known as K-dramas. Your hosts are myself, Namsa, Melissa, and Melizwe. We love K-dramas, and in this podcast, you can expect to hear all of our criticisms, praise, bashing, and banter about everything K-drama, at least the ones we've watched. Wanna be your girlfriend, yeah. So today we are talking about what's wrong with Secretary Kim. I know that's a mouthful. So sometimes we just, when we're typing it, we call it WWWSK. But even that, again, is a mouthful. But um, it's an exciting show, and um, it actually has one of our favorite actors, which I know we'll get to a little bit later. But as we always do, let's start off with a plot um, or a synopsis of the show. So I'm going to ask Nolizwe to give us a summary. Can you tell us what is this show all about? And you can keep it as um, juicy and brief as possible. Maybe I'll just go for brief and then the juiciness will come up as we get into the details. Um, All right, so what's wrong with Secretary Kim revolves around a vice chairman and his secretary, Kim, uh, Kim Iso, and essentially she's been his loyal secretary for, I think, 10 years and, um, you know, always had his back just was always on his at, at his beck and call and then mm. all of a sudden she decides actually I'm trying to be out and so he he's trying to understand where that's coming from like why after 10 years is she trying to be you know is she trying to leave um, her job and what we discover through the the show is um, the nature of their relationship how it has evolved and how it continues to evolve and we are introduced to a bevy of characters who um, <laughs> really give us more of a sense of the, you know, the working relationship, but also their lives outside of work. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm excited to talk about the the development of each of the characters and also some of the wild plot twists that we encounter in the show. That's a great start. Um, and I love what you said about <laughs> how it's about the, the secretary and then we're introduced to all these characters because in the midst of that, you then realize that it's like this comedy. So at first, when you're, when you're watching, you're like, okay, where's this going? Um, and you're shook. Well, at least I was shook in, like, in, the, in the first few minutes of, of watching because I was like, is this character real? And then I realized that like, actually the producers the writers the directors they obviously having a big fat good old laugh as they make this because it's it's hilarious now what did you think of the show um i am a big fan of what's wrong with secretary kim because it was i think it was one of the first five shows that i watched and i just thought it was so light-hearted and funny like definitely if you're looking for depth this is not the show for you. I mean, they try. There's this one or two deep scenes, but like it's 
immediately cut off and they move on. Um, so this is definitely a fun, like, oh my gosh, they're in love, so cute type of show. But it's, it is so funny and a good watch. Interesting, Melissa, that you would say um, it's not one you would go to for depth. <laughs> because I think right. when I watched it, I think I went into it thinking, oh, this is just going to be a silly little show. And one of the reasons for that is... Um, so what's wrong with Secretary Kim was the first show I watched where there were these super, um, all these extra animations, you know, where you'd see some little cartoon pop up and I was just like, what in the world is going on? Like, this is actually ridiculous. But then as the show unfolds, I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I wasn't. Whoa. Whoa. Why am I feeling a little emotional right now and um, yeah I found myself getting a lot more emotional than expected I thought I was just going to be there like oh okay cute okay silly whatever but then I was like oh my gosh wow these things are actually happening this is what has been happening in this person's life this person who seems so well put together and just you know doesn't have a care in the world and it's like is this a front for it turns out to be a front for these, um, you know, their deeper issues underneath there. So yeah, that was my my impression after watching the show. <laughs> well, it's like, oh. well, for me, that was it was true for for me as well because I started watching it, and you y'all know I'm all about the deep shows. <laughs> um, but um, I started watching it, and it's it's very light. So I agree with Malin that it's light. So after I've watched an intense show. I do sometimes go back to Secretary Kim to just help me be like, oh, I need a little love. I need a little Selena. So I go back to what's wrong with Secretary Kim. But I did cry in that show. Like, (laughs) I definitely cried. I definitely went through all of the emotions. I definitely had like, um, I got like some mental health issues as well that I think they they lightly tackled. They didn't go into it like other shows that were mm. the focus. But I definitely think about like Vice Chairman having some sort of an antisocial like personality vibe going on there. Um, and Secretary Kim not really dealing with everything um, at fa- like not really bringing her emotions, her true emotions to, to bear um, and processing things. Um, healthily so always pretending that everything is okay something I just thought of maybe if hmm, I don't know if I'm going to backtrack on what I'm saying I think when at the time that I watched it I thought it's going to be light but then I watched it I'm like oh my gosh this is actually deep but in hindsight I have since watched shows that I'm like okay no this is deep deep so okay I think I agree I agree with you Melissa that you know it has they try well how disappointing. I was so ready to, to defend my point and then you guys got to it by yourselves. That's okay. <laughs> um, but I'll explain why I said I don't think it's deep. I think the plot that... And I, I have to put a disclaimer that I love the show. The characters are funny. They're likable. It's an enjoyable show. And it's it's always in my top five list of shows but what I mean is that even though the plot is attempts to be deep the characters themselves I felt were shallow because Mm -hmm. they never really had conversations around the deep things they were going through like when I watched Mm -hmm. it for the third time I was like how 
how have these two characters been through what they've been through, but they never really have an open, frank conversation about it. They kind of like skirt around it and say, oh yeah, that's that's what happened. Or it's you who went through that. And then the next thing is like, let's go shopping for eggs. I was like, what? <laughs> There's so much to explore here. Like, what? You're not going to talk about that? So I definitely had moments where I was like, in a real relationship, you would have had like hours and hours of conversation around what was going on. So I just decided that it was maybe they had the conversations behind the scenes and we never got a look into them. Hmm, maybe. I I mean, I don't know, because because in the moments where they do attempt to have conversations, my thinking would be if there have been off camera conversations happening behind the scenes and all that, surely some of the the energy that comes with um, confiding in someone at that level would be evident in what we are seeing on the screen. And yet each time it felt like, okay, they're, you know, almost dipping their toes in the water, like, okay, can I? Should I? And yeah, once again, over a 10 year period, how yeah. are you claiming to have, you know, this closeness to a person or this attachment to a person? And you don't know, you don't, well, I mean, you don't need to know everything about someone, but like what, you can't even have that kind of conversation. It's a bit odd. No, I completely agree. And this is, this is an issue I have with many Korean dramas is they love the concept of time jump. But within that time jump, nothing has changed with the characters. Mm. (laughs) They're exactly (laughs) the same. It's like three years later, five years later, and you are exactly in the same place of heartbreak as you were five Mm. years ago. And I'm like, surely, (laughs) surely, even if you're just pretending to be okay, you should be in a better place. So yeah, that's the same way I feel about Secretary Kim is like they were together for 10 years, but mm-hmm. their relationship has, has zero growth between the first couple of scenes and the and the timeline in which we enter the storyline. I mean, they're better at their jobs. Sure, that's great. <laughs> but their relationship itself doesn't feel like it's evolved. In, is that in the 10 years or in the in the time period where we're watching? In both, honestly, Nomsa, both. It feels like in the 10 years leading up to episode one, there is superficial growth in the relationship. And then in the 16 episodes that we have um, with them, and I forget how long that time period is, is it three months or whatever, that's when we see what I would, ima- what, what I would imagine would have happened you know, sometime during the 10 years. So yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's just interesting how they tackle the evolution of the, the both the characters and the plot or the relationships. That's such a good point. Namza, how did you feel about the show? Ma'am, I don't even know what, <laughs> I have so many feelings. Um, <laughs> um, but let me keep it general. I think it was, in general, it was a good show. I had a good laugh um so I watched it I think it was the second show I I watched in my Korean drama journey so um and it was the the first comedy that I watched I think um I first started with Oh My Venus um 
but it, I think, oh my goodness, wasn't as funny as what's wrong with Secretary Kim. Like, I remember laughing out loud, whereas, oh my goodness, you're just like, <laughs> but like with Secretary Kim, I was dying because I was like, I can't believe these characters. So I, I just thought it was a, a great show. Um, and one of the reasons why I thought it was a great show is because it has a particularly gifted actor. Bay. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> who is this particularly gifted actor you speak of? I want Melissa to talk about him. Yeah, Noli, the actor that Nomsa is talking about, his name is Park Soo Jun. I'm not pronouncing it well, unfortunately, but he is such a great actor because he embodies his characters so well. Like, if you've watched his shows, like, even though I think that, um, his character who is called Yang Jun, Yang Jun in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim was shallow. He still portrayed that character so well. It was, it was still believable. He's done Fight for My Way, which is really good. And we're going to talk about that later. And he's called the king of rom-coms because that's his genre in the Korean in the Korean acting industry because he just does it so well like when you watch his shows you just believe him and just fall in love with him but I also want to give a shout out to Park Min Young who is the female lead in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim I love the female lead Park Min Young um I think when I first watched her in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim she was like a type A personality so I thought um, I think she does it. She does it really well. But I didn't realize she was doing it really well until I watched her in another show. So um, I actually, she does it so well that I thought that that's probably what she's like in real in real life. Like the secretary, she's she's um, she's very um, everything for her is black and white. It's either you do or you don't. You got to get the work done. Um, and she just was like, it doesn't matter. You have to sacrifice your feelings to to get it done and and whatever. Like she's all about the job and about like. Um, meeting her goal and and clearing her debts basically and I think she does that so well that I actually thought she's probably like this like Rachel McAdams only knows how to do one role Um, but then I watched her in another show and she's completely different Um, in that show she's not stiff and and isn't dancers and things like that and I was just like wait pop come on girl come on so I think she's She's really um, a versatile actress um, and she really gets into her roles um, and makes makes you believe the story, makes you believe the character. So you can like relate to some of the, the, the ways that she feels and she does a good job of that as well. So yeah, I, I like the female lead as well. I didn't know I liked her until I watched her somewhere else, but yeah, she's cool. Also, she wears the highest of heels and runs in many 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 scenes in those heels so she gives props I don't know if she practiced for that but like sis was running in six inch heels the whole time but guys before we move on on the actors like I would be amiss not to ask you guys what you think about uh PSJ um I'm happy to respond to that (laughs) PSJ is definitely one of my favorite characters he is the one male lead who's um okay he's the one male lead whose shows I've watched a number of if that makes sense (laughs) so um I think my first encounter with PSJ was in what's wrong with secretary Kim 
And even though I found his character to be utterly ridiculous in the beginning, I remember just being so impressed with the actor himself. And then, of course, I remember coming to both of you asking for recommendations, like, okay, what else is he in that you've watched and enjoyed? And then I went on a binge. It was probably a two-week binge where I watched three other shows. And, you know, knowing K-dramas, that's a lot of hours for someone who is working full-time to then also find time to watch <laughs> a whole drama. And so I just think he's such a versatile actor. He's so talented and, you know, as, yeah, I, I just, I'm ready for his next drama or his next show, whether it's a rom-com or something else. I just want to see him on the screen. I miss seeing him on the screen. Right, we just need more. <laughs> Um, as for me, and, and for those listening who haven't caught what we mean by PSJ, it's Park Seo-joon, which is the male lead. Um, so we call him PSJ as the fans. Um, but for me, I think my first PSJ show that I watched was What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. And then the reason why I knew I was not like, I was a fan of this actor is because usually I'm a crier, but usually I cry because of the scene or whatever's happening and whatever's going on. But I remember um, watching a particular scene where um, the vice chairman, his character actually breaks down crying. And I remember crying with him. And then I was like, man, actors that can make you cry with them, like make you feel what they are feeling in that moment. Like I was like, okay, this guy is gifted because I think that's, that's what it is for me. He can make you feel what he's feeling. So he's really good at portraying um, emotions and, and embodying whatever's going on with that character and bringing that to the screen. And then just taking like the viewers on a journey. So I was just like, wait, who is this man? Who is this man? And so I was like, okay, I like him a lot. But then again, and this was my second show. And then I watched him in Fight for My Way, completely different character. And again, in, in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, he uses a lot of like honorifics and a lot of like, um, like respectful language because of this position. But then in Fight for My Way, he's, he's just a completely different person. He's like in his early twenties and he's, he speaks more slang and he's more of a chill character. And I was just shocked because I was like, wait, this guy is so versatile. Um, he, could, he makes you believe that he is exactly who he's trying to be. And if he's trying to be ridiculous, then he'll make you believe he's ridiculous. If he's being sweet, he'll make you believe that he's the most romantic guy that you've ever met. And then suddenly you feel like you're his friend. So <laughs> I was nearly, I just, we just need more shows from him. Like right now it's like, where is he? What is he doing? Why isn't he on the screen? Yeah, it's so sad to be honest. I'm like constantly refreshing his like wikipedia page for an update on a new show but womp womp what would you guys say is your favorite scene in what's wrong with secretary kim what's memorable for you when you think about the show my favorite scene is when so throughout the throughout most of the show secretary kim is talking about how she wants to quit the job and then you know he is trying by all means to just like to convince her that she shouldn't she shouldn't leave him because he's he depends on her and she's the best secretary and all these things but somewhere around episode 11 or 12 they have a conversation about her future 
and what she wants to do. And I just found that his character was was honorable in that scene. Like he he chose a direction within the conversation that I didn't expect. And I really felt proud of him. I was like, wow, that's like really mature of you, um, vice chairman. And I was like, cause the whole time I was like, you know, sometimes Korean dramas have just like a dose of patriarchy, if not like a whole bag. But yeah, so when when things go the non-patriarchal route, I'm really proud. And I'm like, wow, that's that's a great scene. I don't know if you guys remember what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I, I can't think of a specific scene right now, but I can, there are just some moments that made me so happy or just really cracked me up. And one of them is, when they're uh, when they go on the company retreat, uh, I, I think they call it a workshop. And just first of all, seeing the energy of the team when it's just them, and then vice chairman arrives, <laughs> and there's just this vibe of, oh, the boss is here. You know, it's it's almost like they're they're reining themselves back in to be like, okay, no, now we need to behave. They can't fully be themselves, and yet they're just. And, and on the other hand, you have the vice chairman trying to, I, I think he's oblivious. That's the other thing. He's so oblivious in many situations. And I'm like, sir, can't you see that people are having a hard time letting loose because you're here? And he's just, you know, he's only concerned about Secretary Kim. And it's just, it was funny to me. Um, but there are other moments where you find him being humbled. You know, he's taken out of his comfort zone. He's having to do things. Um, there's a scene where he's with the sisters, right? And he's trying to prove himself. And I mean, I don't want to say too much there in case of a spoiler, but yeah, those are just funny moments. Cause it's like, huh? So you think you're the big man, huh? But yet you're just another guy. My favorite, I have many favorite scenes, but one was um, when vice chairman sings to secretary Kim and we're all like, wait, Maskin, Whoa. <laughs> in perfect pitch oh like what what is happening yeah that's when I stopped and I started googling like who is this actor <laughs> when I when I heard his singing so I was like okay wait um there's that scene and then the other one of my favorite scenes is actually when um and I don't know if this is a spoiler or not that the, the editor will decide but um I think it's Secretary Kim's sisters come to her house and um, the vice chairman is there, but he doesn't, the sisters don't know that Secretary Kim and the vice chairman are like becoming friends and, and you know, kind of vibing. So she hides him and she pushes him into a closet. And this man who has never been treated like that in his whole life has to, in his full three piece suit, has to sit inside a cupboard um, and keep quiet. And she pushes him in there and she's like, Right now, you're not my boss, you're my boyfriend, and I'm not showing you to my sisters. And it's just a hilarious scene because then the sisters also start to talk about him and his kissing disorder. <laughs> And he has to sit and listen to it quietly. And he doesn't know how much his sisters know. It's just like, it's a lot. Um, so I really like that scene. But then after that, he, he grabs her and then he kisses her. And it's just a great kissing scene. So it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nomsa, so many things to comment on. Firstly, I'll make this short because I don't want to build a reputation of being the first in the group. 
But the kissing scenes in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim are, they're great. They themselves Top get, off. they get five Korean fried chickens by themselves. <laughs> but what I wanted to comment on is something I've mentioned to you in the past, Namsa, and I, I, I don't know if we spoke about this, but one thing I struggled with, with what's wrong with Secretary Kim is I never really felt like Secretary Kim fell in love with Vice Chairman. Like, mm-hmm. I always felt like he was so invested in the relationship and she was kind of like, yeah, this works. I like you, it's fine. But it, it didn't feel like their level of, of love matched. I don't know what you guys think about that. I feel the same way, Melissa, because when I was, when I revisited parts of the show recently, I remember just thinking, um, I feel like Vice Chairman is really going above and beyond. I mean, in his way, right? To get this woman to accept accept his, you know, his, his proposal, whatever it is, right? And she's just kind of like, yeah, sure. Um, and there, there's a sense, I mean, it's fleeting, but they're just, there's a moment where I'm like, does she, does she really like this guy? Or is it one of those where, because you've known each other for so long and, you know, this is who has taken up so much of your, your attention for so long. It's like, okay, sure. Why not? I get what you mean. And I think the, the feeling uh, grew stronger for me just as we discover more about the vice chairman's past. I agree. Um, but I have like, you know, a left field comment, obviously. Um, I, I didn't really think, for me, it was about the, the balance of power. I think they had like experienced each other so much as like what he says goes and she's at his beck and call. Um, that I think, and maybe this is what they were trying to do, but maybe not, but I, you know, I'm, I'm a sympathizer, but I think it was difficult for Secretary Kim to transition so quickly mm-hmm. into, I now love this person and we're now dating and I'm not at his beck and call. I'm not his secretary, I'm his girlfriend or, or whatever it is. So I think it was just, um, for me, I, I would probably describe it as like a, a difficulty in, in kind of like readjusting to that because it's been a nine, 10 year journey of like, mm-hmm. of and, and he has all the context in his mind, right? Because he he remembers everything and all of these things. But for her, it's it's all very new. So she doesn't know that, you know, about his past. She doesn't know about all of these things. She only starts to discover things as the show is unfolding but he's been in love for nine, 10 years. Um, and she didn't know, for me, it's like, it's almost like she didn't know it was love. Cause now she's like, I'm leaving this man, but now she can't leave. And then she's only starting to like figure out that by the way, these actually could be feelings um, for him. But I definitely think once she did discover that, like she does have feelings for him, she could have done a better job of, of, um, yeah, of expressing that. But I also wonder if that's not also, a, again, to do with the balance of power and, and the resources that she had available to her, because he has the world at his fingertips. So he'd be coming there with, with all of this and renting out movie theaters for her and all of these things. And it's like, what do you get a rich boy, bruh? 
so well, I guess I guess maybe she was trying to be the 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 same kind of level-headed one in the relationship where I don't know, but she definitely didn't express herself as extravagantly as he did. That's such a great point, Namsa, because you definitely get the sense that she remains deferential to him um, mm-hmm. in early on, right? Where it's like, okay, he's the one who has suddenly switched up the script after all these years. And so now it's almost like um, she's, she's also testing the waters. Like, wait, is this, is this for real? And then I'm actually, as you're, you know, as you were saying this, I'm thinking at what point does she actually start to treat him like a real prospective bae? You know, like what, where is the turning point? Um, And I guess that's something for people to discover when they watch. That show. turning point never came for me, no, Lizwe, to be honest. I never, <laughs> I never experienced it. I mean, she why, liked why? it for sure, but mm. I don't know if it was like love. Platonic? It was platonic more than romantic. Okay. I mean, it good got point. a little steamy sometimes. Yeah, good point, good point. The kisses, <laughs> the kisses were not platonic. Um, They're like, if we, if we can sell you on the you know, the dialogue or what's happening here. Let's give you a little kiss so you believe it. I saw it behind the scenes and he's like, they're doing a kissing scene. And I don't know how long the director like keeps telling them to do it again. And then when he goes cut, he's like so tired. He's like, wow, is this cake? Are we done? <laughs> I that was so funny. Why didn't they ever drop the honorifics when they called each other I think for me that's what didn't convince me because I'm like why do you guys call each other secretary chairman and vice chairman if you're dating like come on well maybe maybe it's like you said right it's like how do you go from 10 years of you know Bojang Nim and you know secretary Kim to now Opa and Bay (laughs) (laughs) there are many characters in this show and I'd love to hear from you both. Who were your favorite and who your, who were your worst characters? I have um, a lot of fave characters. I mean, I generally, the show's hilarious. So, um, of course, I like the main characters, but let me, I'll get to them last. Um, I really liked um, Secretary Kim number two. I thought she was unbelievably cute and funny. Um, but she also, and, and a little ditzy, to be honest, but somehow she lands this job <laughs> and does very little and still manages to keep it. Um, even with her ditzy ways, she doesn't remember much, but I suppose it's also just intense working for, for such a man. Um, I liked her, but why I liked her as well, because when she finds a love interest, she, she first is very silly about it. And then she actually gets super serious and she gives her love interest like advice on like living life and I'm like oh this girl actually thinks I like her so I think she's cute and sweet and she's actually the sweetest in the whole show for me so secretary secretary king number two Melissa yeah I wanted to add to what Namsa said I really love uh, like secretary king number two because I, when I watch a show, I always look look for the character that represents me as the audience. You know, like if I was in the show, how would I be responding to things that are happening? And I feel like Gia did that all the time. When crazy things would happen, she'd be like, what? 
she you could actually see it in her face she was the only one who was shocked <laughs> by the events that were unfolding she's like She's like looking at Secretary Kim and her her interactions with Vice Chairman, and she's like, something is off here. And even, yeah, right. <laughs> even with her love interest, the way she starts is like, this guy is weird. Like she definitely is the like to me, the logic in the show who questions why are you guys doing this and why is this happening mm-hmm. the way it's happening. So she's definitely my favorite character. Oh, Mal, you actually took me down memory lane because I also remember how she's also the 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 voice of reason because she she's she's supposed to be like helping Secretary Kim, but she calls out like this is unnatural. The amount of work that the secretary is expected to do for this vice chairman is unnatural. She's the first one who kind of voices that. Everybody else sees it like it's normal, but when the secretary Kim number two Jia comes in, she's like, what? <laughs> am I supposed to keep his tummy? Am I supposed to like give him tea? Oh, am I supposed to follow him around? Do I need to drive him? What? Like she's so shocked. And then that's when you're also like, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> right. Because then you start thinking about this job description and you're like, how much of it is actually what, you know, HR wrote down and how much of it is Secretary Kim just being all types of extra and committed and or dedicated to this man? It's so wild. Um, so one of my favorite characters, I mean, I have many. Uh, I love a lot of the supporting actors, um, characters rather. And one of them is Secretary Bong. And she's the yeah. one who also has a love interest in the office. And just the things she does to try and get his attention. And, you know, she th- there's like a hot and cold here and there but now when she's like okay I actually want this guy the things that happen um even when the love interest finally catches on although I think he he always had a thing for her didn't he but anyway anyway um but there's this scene that I just absolutely love when he gets her a bottle of coke and then it's you know she keeps drinking it and there's a message that he's written on the on the bottle so she has to keep drinking more and as the the coke level drops in the bottle she's just seeing um the next part of the the question and it's just so oh it's so beautiful i love them they're such i think they're a pair of clowns but the way they they come together is um is really amusing and heartwarming to me i can just say i think all of the secretaries in this show um really are excellent because i loved president park's secretary i'm so sad that i can't remember what her name is in in the actual secretary soul actually that's her name <laughs> and she forgets everything she messes up president park's life and in the real world she would have been fired so you're always right like, how did she keep that job, job? <laughs> mm-hmm. what did like, she have on him <laughs> right he messes everything up she gets lost she spills coffee on him everything like all the don'ts of a secretary is what she does and she keeps this job so I think they they really <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to do with the secretaries but um they did a good job I love all the secretary characters yeah Nongsa the way you're describing the secretary reminds me of how much I love Korean dramas when they represent office life I don't know if this is a good representation or not 
but like their office life is so different to what we're used to and it's also hilarious it's like they never really are straightforward with each other they expected to work all day and then work goes into the evening and then after that you have, you have to go to drinks with your boss have you, did you see how it's like you can't even say no when your boss says let's go for drinks i was like how is that normal how is that normal that after a long day of work you now have to go and get drunk and then when you get drunk that's the only time you can tell the truth or be who you are and then the next day in the office you have to pretend again and work until like 7 p.m and go for more drinks I thought that was wild (laughs) or apologize for what you did when you were drunk because it might have gotten out of hand (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting though how um I wonder how that um builds teams or contributes to, you know, bonds being formed either in the office or in other business relationships. Um, But yeah, I mean, each time I think about it, just if my boss were to say, oh, let's all go out for drinks and you can't even say no, pressure, 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 pressure. Okay, and so who were your worst characters? Actually, I made a mistake. My worst character was Manager Bong. (laughs) (laughs) The reveal. Oh, yes, manager, not secretary. What did she do to you? (laughs) Why? So when when you mentioned Secretary Bong, I thought you meant Secretary Soul. And then I was just like, actually, let me just talk about Secretary Soul. But Manager Bong was my worst character because I just feel like she was... um, the way manager bong she's just she's like she for me she's just so um the way that she works out her emotions for me was just annoying it's like man if you like this man like this man why you gotta put your hair in pigtails to then get his attention like like you are in the office just be grown up i just felt like manager bong was wild and wild and and then there's this whole scene where she's putting padding and uh, it's a lot. For me, she's just doing the most. And I just feel like a lot of her relationship issues could have been avoided if she just calmed down. <laughs> no, it's true, Namsa. Manager Bong was a lot. <laughs> she was the most. Uh, my worst characters, I'm typical. I'm, I'm not controversial at all. I'm pretty sure most listeners will agree with me, or maybe not. But I could not stand Sung Yeon, um, Young, Young, Young Jun's brother. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 100%. So annoying. Yeah. Wow. I really didn't like that guy. I just thought he was like just took no responsibility for anything and his his character like didn't evolve at all he was whiny like I was I even like there were moments where I actually wanted to skip his scenes because I was just like I'm I'm done here I can't I can't watch this guy anymore I agree with you Melissa I I found him to be a really smug person 
he was so full of himself in a way you know they're those guys who are like they're so arrogant but then they want to act like no I'm so cool I'm so charming and charismatic but no you're actually so irritating and then just looking at his relationship with his brother I was like oh heck no you are actually the weakest link in this show for me but it, for me the worst characters were both the brother um sorry uh Song Yeon and the parents I remember when I first started watching it I was like mm, yeah I, I don't know there's something about the parents and I remember I kept asking Melissa I was like what what do they do what's wrong what's wrong and just their energy for me was off from day one and mm-hmm. as things unfold I'm just more and more I'm like wow you you two are the parents you are the parents and really that's the best you could do I mean obviously obviously let me not judge because people I I would like to assume people do the best that they can with um, the information or knowledge at their hands but I still I found them to be very disappointing characters not not the the acting or whatever but like the actual characters themselves I just looked at them and you know shook my head and I'm like Mm-mm, do better I agree because it both uh, with both of you I think to summarize Sun Young is was arrogant and then unable to deal with the consequences of his arrogance which makes him annoying and then the parents like parenting or lack thereof um, was just left a lot to be desired. And I think like, yeah, we, you know, you don't want to judge parenting, but I'm judging the parenting. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, do you, like, at the end, Sunyang was in therapy, but like, they only really owned up to a lot of the decisions that they made and the consequences for the decisions that they made. I don't know, like 10 years later, uh, 10, 20 years later. So I just... I feel like they're the owning up to it, the processing of it only really happened at the, when things really fell apart. Um, exactly. Was, so if exactly. things had fallen apart, were you going to carry on with these lives? Exactly. Like, My question, exactly. Here? I'm like, it's almost as if life has now cornered you and you have nowhere to go, but, you know, to the judgment room. Now you must fess up. The chickens have come home to roost. Deal with it. If if those things hadn't happened, my sense is they would have just continued as they were. Right, right. I'm not even sure those parents were in love ever. <laughs> they didn't have chemistry. Zero. Dololo. Did you guys think that there was good acting in this show? Apart from PSJ, we all know that. Yeah. I think Koreans are, dramas usually have good acting. Like, I really watch a Korean drama and be like, this is terrible acting. Um I really enjoyed, I think people portrayed their characters really well. Someone that I really feel like we need to give a shout out. We didn't talk talk about him much, but he really gave the show character. And that was Yushik, um, who was Young Jun's best friend who also worked with him. That guy was- President Park. President Park, yeah. Yes, President Park was always on his own. Like President Park is living his own life. But his relationship with Young Jun was so funny because he kind of knew his friend is a bit of an asshole, if we could <laughs> put it that way, but just accepted him for the way he is and was like one of the few characters that could actually manage um, vice chairman. 
Yeah, I I agree. Um, I <laughs> even when I think of him, he's he's funny because like he really knew his friend well, and sometimes his friend really just needed like to be told you're being ridiculous. But then his friend would then always threaten to to take his job, so then he couldn't always say what he wanted to say. Um, but he was good. So the rating. Who'd like to start? Nomsa, I'm feeling like you want to start. Sure. I'd love to give my rating first. <laughs> um, I would give the show four pieces of fried chicken. I, I don't have decimals. I haven't figured out how my decimal system works yet, so I'll just stick to four. Um, and I would give it four because I think it's a good show. Um, I think where there's plot holes, it makes up for, um, they make up for it in just humor. So, and they, it's kind of their way of being like, don't take it too seriously. This, this show is funny. So I, I love that. I think the acting is great. And I also like the music. And I realized why, and I know I talk about music in every single episode. I'm sure listeners are rolling their eyes. But I realized why I like the music in Korean dramas. It's because a lot of the time they use um, orchestras. And if it's not an orchestra, it's, it's always like um, piano music, especially for like the emotional scenes. Um, and so I think they do a good job of like um, underwriting like the emotions with, with piano sounds. And I think like, you know, the piano is a good instrument. Anyway, let me not start my nonsense. But yeah, four pieces. Okay. Uh, I give What's Wrong with Secretary Kim 4.4 pieces of Korean fried chicken. And I, I give it that rating because I think, I think the acting is brilliant. Um, it was also my first introduction to Park So Joon, my fave. And um, I think where it loses points is just some of the um, missed opportunities in my view for character development or at least just the the depth of character I would have wanted to see I don't I didn't um, yeah so maybe it was me coming in with certain expectations and them not being met but um, but yeah oh anyway another reason for that mark is the music absolutely loved the music in this show um, especially when PSJ sings that was that was a, a highlight for me I would give the show 3.8 um, and I give it like 3.8 because I think the acting is so great I'm such a big fan of PSJ and Park Min Young I think both of them were just a great combination and they, their chemistry is also so good that there were a lot of rumors um, that they're dating and I know that happens a lot in Korean dramas but there's some where I feel like it's it's a little bit believable and this was one of the shows why I didn't give it a high rating is because of what I mentioned earlier I feel like the characters could have gone a little deeper especially around the conversations like it's it's sometimes so hard to believe that a relationship could be at a certain point without having certain a dialogue or just getting to know each other around certain topics and I didn't think that they did that well but I would always recommend it but just a disclaimer that the first episode is like may come across as a little bit childish I've heard that a few times 
but just get past the first episode and it's a great show to watch right till the end right that's the end of this week's episode um thank you to all our listeners for tuning in hope that you watch what's wrong with secretary kim that you can catch on netflix it's it's a great show yeah actually melissa i want to talk about your rating right i'm hurt i'm hurt about the rating melissa i took your rating quite personally <laughs> i know obviously it's your rating but i'm just like a 3.8 below three? four below 80 percent not oh. i mean melissa <laughs> Are anyway, you even everyone is entitled everyone is entitled to their opinions <laughs> but i'm taking it so personally that you would no, do this to parts of you <laughs> Guys, to be honest, when I started today, it was definitely like a 4.5. But the more <laughs> we spoke, I was like, wow, that's oh, true. No. That's true. That's true. So, and so I think I was, it. we set you up for this. Yeah. Also, I really think I was blinded by it being one of my first shows and me just being in love with PSJ. I think I never mm. saw these things before. But I know, I'm mm. sorry, guys. And to be honest, I hope PSJ never listens to this because in my heart, he's always a five. Anyway, he'll know that at least two of us gave him four plus. So it's fine. It's fine. On average, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> if we were to rate his acting, then like, five. But like the show, <laughs> we're Thank you for joining us this week on African Soulmates. Make sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify and Google Podcasts so you don't miss new episodes every other week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend about the show and introduce us to a new soulmate. Mm-hmm.